Hey everyone, I'm Pedro, the GM and creator of Worldwalkers. In our last episode, the group discovered that a doppelganger named Quinn had taken the place of Ertleby's son, Torrance, who was working on a scheme to make a lot of money. The group traveled with Quinn and began working with him to discover what's become of Torrance. That night, Ertleby and Vasa dreamt of darkness, and are now concerned that the nightmares are slowly finding their way to the steam-powered world of Cog. And uh, that's when the door opens, kind of casually, and uh, <laughs> like whips out a place. <laughs> yeah, um, you see a frightened little kid go like, <gasps> "I don't know why that scared me." <laughs> and he kind of shakes off the little kid uh, disguise and goes into full doppelganger at this point. And he's like, "Sometimes I like really get in the role, I guess I don't know. Um, so. Uh, I've been traveling all night trying to figure out what's going on, and I've got two pieces of information for you. Um, one is, uh, and he looks at Ertleby, and he's like, uh, this is kind of awkward. I don't know how to tell you, but, um, I guess Torrance, uh, does not have a relationship anymore with this lady. Tressa, that's fine. She was, she was a bit of um, a tramp. Yes, oh, that's that's the worst way you could have started that sentence. Him. That's okay. also fine. No, no, you were like, ah, oh, bad news. Well, she took the Torrance. kids, and he doesn't. He hasn't seen his kids in a long time. She doesn't let him see the kids, and I thought that was bad news, but maybe not. I mean, he's kind of a bad influence. If they're safe and away from him, that's good news to me. Be snappy. Come on. Other news. Other news, man. Um, yeah, the other thing is that the city's on high alert looking for um, Gunslinger. Uh, I don't know which one they're talking about because I think you're both gunslingers. But, um, yeah, they're worried that they're being um, kind of invaded because they recently arrested a gunslinger. So... They're worried that you guys are here to retaliate. Are you here to retaliate? Who is this gunslinger? I I don't know. They just arrested some gunslinger recently. Was there a description, an appearance? No, I don't know. I don't know anything about them. They just know that they're they're still locked up. Um, doesn't that mean Tin and Ertleby? Aren't you, like, bound by code to go see if the gun was taken away or something? Like, what? What's the, what is your code? I'm not familiar with it. Well, no one's allowed to make a gun uh, of their own. Um, and I guess that if we knew that they were had taken that person's gun, then we'd be pissed. But are we obligated to investigate it? No, that's up to you personally. Did you find any information on Torrance? Thank you, Vasek. <laughs> uh, no, unfortunately, he's kind of just disappeared. I mean, well, here's the problem. I found out lots of information about Torrance, quote-unquote, in that um, he's been doing a subpar job at the gallery. Oh. Yeah, so. Was was that, like, actual Torrance? or me. Mo- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's been great oh, that's to go great. around and get a bunch of reviews. 
on your craft. Like, like he, you mentioned that he just got the job. How long have you actually been filling in for him? Like, has he actually ever worked there? Yeah, yeah, he's worked there. He's worked there. I mean, when I say just, he's been there for about six months. Before you took filled in for filling right. in. Right. And I've been there for about two weeks. Quint, you are one of his older friends. You have done missions with him. Surely you must know of safe houses he would retreat to if he had to avoid uh, anything. That's the problem. That's why um, I think he's in trouble or something. Because and he, he noticed that he was super cautious about <laughs> the, the separation. <laughs> but when it comes to George, like, yeah, he's probably in trouble because like he's not at any of his regular haunts. Uh, he's not in any of the safe spaces that he would normally go to. So that, to me, says that like he something's up. Either he can't make his way back to the city or he was captured or something. So that's a situation. I don't see why we can't ask, go talk to the Brotherhood of Iron. Because, I mean, we don't have to tell them anything about like looking for the Thieves Guild. We can just kind of... We didn't do... We haven't done anything wrong. And since they are the... um. They they they're the guards of the city. Right? Yeah, yeah, they're everything. Um, why can't we just go there and clear thing everything up? I mean, I don't. They, there's no reason why. Um, no, no, no. They would arrest us Lassa or says, anything Lassa like says, that. But they could think Torrance is dead. He well, was I just won't go as Torrance. Yes, Quinn. In fact, but I won't go I at talking, all. Yes. And then Vasa says we could pass along the information to Torrance's ex. Paramore and children that he is dead. Would that be enough, grandmother? I don't know what what more we can do for him if we cannot find him at all. Erdobie's like pacing back and forth, thinking really hard um, about this, um, and trying to think if there's anything she can do to to just make sure he's safe. I mean, we could if you really want to find him. Can't we track down these guys and beat them up for information? That's what I used to have to do in my old job. What is your? What was your old job? Assassin. <laughs> oh right, the whole murder. And then Vasa would have. She would have kind of like eyeballed Quinn up and down, and she says, "How good are you? How good were you at it?" Um, <laughs> I mean, I. So there's like because a lot of marks in the W column, and there's no marks in the L column. Because you sure took those two wow. blades to the body like a sucker. Yeah. <laughs> oh. The way I operate is that I don't get into direct combat. When I have you as a mark, you just don't wake up one day. That's what I used to do. I don't do it anymore. Gotcha. What does the W stand for? I'm like win, turn- win and losses. Oh, wins and losses. <laughs> <laughs> I was like awake, wake. <laughs> well, okay. What what's what should we do now? I mean, I don't know. Well, what's our next course of action? I mean, to me, to you guys, it seems like we either need to get out of here, which I don't like because Torrance is a buddy of mine, and I want to help him out, and I honestly mm-hmm. want to help out you, or it'll be. Um, so I think you guys came up with two solid, well, at least one solid plan. The idea of talking to the Brotherhood. If we don't do that, then I think we should track down the syndicate, um, or the hostile group or the traveling 
murder people or the circus, whatever they call themselves, and get some information out of them. At the very least, I feel like if if the Brotherhood is looking for us, we should at least clear our name because we have like done nothing wrong. Again, we don't want an entire city guard on our tail for no good reason. Yeah, Basa would have nodded, and she would have said that we have. It'll, and she says, in my line of work, the safest place to be, uh, the safest position to be is where everyone thinks you're dead. That no one's looking for you. As far as I'm concerned, or and I think as far as the Thieves Guild is concerned, Terrence is dead, and therefore they may stop looking for him. Uh, Erdelby is in, like, the... She's past, like, the anger stage of grief, and she's, like, like in this, like, depression stage, and is kind of just sitting... And, like, not saying anything. Yeah, And she just says, I think Torrance is safe right now. His children are safe. His ex-girlfriend is safe, grandmother. We have to take care of ourselves now. She just shakes her head. Like, she needs confirmation. Any action we do to try to find Torrance may uh, redirect the guilt back onto his tail. But, like, going and clearing our names... Going and clearing our names. And uh, this is when Quinn kind of steps forward and um, he puts his hand on uh, your shoulder, Vasa. And he's like, you're not going to get in the way of a mom and her kid. Vasa says, if anything, we, and she kind of just, she's not really saying this at anybody because it kind of feels that she has been uh, outvoted. But she just kind of says, we could get Brimlestone right now and get on that uh, rail mono thing and just leave the city. We could. Roberto, we're going to the guild. Lead the way. Okay. <laughs> I. Okay. Yeah, oh, Roberto is pissed. Roberto's still pissed off. Like, he's trying to be rational, but um, pissed off that, like, you know, kind of like someone st- overstepped their bounds. Because still pissed off about the uh, tin getting robbed and pissed off about, like, letting these guys just go, you know? So. He's all about like yes, let's go. We're gonna go to if we're gonna go to if your decision is to go to the thieves guild, let's fucking do it. Oh, sorry, I meant I meant the the Brotherhood Guild. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Roberto turns to Erdelby. He's like, damn it, you got me all worked I'm up. sorry, dearie. <laughs> all right, well, let me just, you know whatever you decide. I'm 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 with you. Just and Roberto like he lets like, kind of like adrenaline wear away from his hands, so he stops shaking. <laughs> and then yeah, um, Quinn. Yes. Um, do you know where... You're going to take us to the nearest uh, Brotherhood of Steel, or Brotherhood of Iron. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll take you. Um, have you Have you ever shapeshifted into a dwarf before? Yeah. Okay, can you do this dwarf? And I take out my backpack, and I have a very crudely drawn picture of Rommel Stone. <laughs> and he's like, um, hold on. And you see him start to kind of shift, and he's like, Oh, that's a bad drawing. I can't do that from that man. <laughs> the voice doesn't matter. Like, just do your best. Roberto, why do you need him to look like Bremelstone? Just, you know, so to accompany us. And he's on... like, I... Alright, look, will you let me do something? Do you yes. trust me? No. No. Uh, but, okay. Alright, so he walks forward. And um, he says, where... Let me think, and he looks and he goes, ah, and he puts his hand on your chest, and he closes his eyes for a moment, and thinks, Mm -hmm. and then he takes his hand away, 
And as he steps back, he turns to Brummelstone. Whoa. And he's like, What the? What like this? I. Uh, just. I just peeked to see what it looked like. Oh. That's not. That's also not creepy. Voss is like tapping her nose a little bit as she looks and observes. She's like, Have you ever. Have you, doppelgangers, ever considered opening up a business for reconnecting individuals with their ex-romances or dead loved ones. I think you guys could have a business idea there. No. I think that is a market for you. Huh. Very useful. Do you think people would use that, though? Wouldn't they be upset that it wasn't really them? Well, no, Just but they're coming like to really... you and they're paying money sp- specifically for you to do that. Yeah. So they, they like know what they're getting. Courthouse. And it, it kind of throws you off with the sincerity in his voice when he says this, but he looks at you and goes, do you think it would help people? And Vasa goes, oh. sure. Sure. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss. Like he kind of just like files that away and he's like, alright, alright. Okay. Well. Okay. And then in Brummelstone's voice, he's like, well then let's get going. <gasps> okay. Uh, yeah. Vasa would have seen, she would have at first turned to the group. She's like, we are, we are out to clear our name. No matter what, we reacted emotionally to the death, the death of her son. That is all we did, and we are just seeking to clear our name. Her son died, and as her mother, she is understandably upset. He is dead. And we attempted to, cl- to end the conflict peace- as peacefully as possible. It was all a misunderstanding <clears throat> and an understandable uh, mother's grief. That is all. Bartleby nods, but it's like, it's kind of hard for her. She's like, yes, to everyone out there. She has a little hard time saying this. Torrance is dead. Let's go. All right, lead the way, bro. And I tap my back on not Brummelstone's back, or tap my hand on not Brummelstone's back really hard, like I usually do, on on my real brother. But this guy... Is probably not used to it. Yeah, so. and he, he looks, he's like, taking a little bit soft on me, huh? And uh, he starts to walk away, and that really throws you off. Like, when he was 10, he was doing a pretty good job figuring her out. But now that he's done whatever he did to you, mm-hmm. uh, you're having a real hard time not thinking that's Promo Stone on some level. <laughs> That's creepy. Vasa would have been but. keeping close to Quinn, and then she, she kind of pauses. She says, Quinn, how would the Brotherhood respond if they found out you were a doppelganger posing as a dwarf? They would kill me. Let's just make sure they don't find out. And he has a little bit of that kind of subtle cockiness that Brummelstone sometimes had when he wants to like be like positive and reinforcing to the group. And impress and his kinda- girlfriend. Right. <laughs> and he kind of nods and uh, starts walking forward. This is really weird. Reporto says out loud. Typically <laughs> trippy. Yeah. Promosome's actually off doing whatever the fuck. I don't care. Don't see me care. I don't care at all. Like, I don't care at all. <laughs> <laughs> story I know new brother. I, I, I don't care at all. Let's just go. <laughs> yep. So you go through the streets and eventually... Um, Brummelstone 
takes you to a rather large dark building um it has a series of chimneys all over it along with uh smoke billowing out parts of it are round and almost furnace like and it's all darks it's uh blacks and grays and as you come up to the large metal doors and push them forward slowly you walk in and there are dwarves all over walking around working there is a small workbench that they use as a desk um it gives you the impression that they really don't care about your customer service experience when visiting <laughs> their fine establishment um it's just something they need so they do it and so you walk up and one of the dwarves notices you and he throws off his thick uh burned up leather gloves and puts them on uh an anvil and walks over to you and they that's the other weird thing is they have anvils all over as if they want to be ready to work when it's time to work and he walks over and uh puts his uh hands firmly on the uh table and before you guys can say anything he looks over at Ertlebee and tin and he says gunslingers you're the ones at the restaurant Yep. <clears throat> and he clears his throat, and a number of dwarves all quickly drop their leather gloves and get kind of uh, situated, if you will, around you. And he says, so first question, why are you here? Vasa steps forward and she says, we are I'd like to speak to the gunslingers. What? I'd like to speak to the gunslingers. He hasn't even looked your way. Vasa steps back. Yeah, she's like... And then she kind of just like... If anybody knows, she's kind of like... Grinding her thumbnail into her palm. It's <laughs> like an expression of stress. <laughs> the whole place is quiet. There's not even any uh, workings on the anvil now. It'll be silent. Reporto kind of nudges Tin with his elbow. Wait, can you repeat the question? <laughs> <laughs> says, sure. Why are you here? Why are we here? <laughs> we came upon this city as a stop for one of our destinations, and we have our one of our party members, um, and I've just heard Erdelby, has family here that we were attempting to visit. And so that was uh, how we found ourselves at the restaurant. And you don't have any other business here as gunslingers. Nope. Do should we be having business here? And then I just kind of give him a look like <laughs> got my eye on you. <laughs> he says, if you had other business, I would recommend that you declare it rather quickly. He takes a step back and relaxes a little bit. And um he says, Well, we appreciate you guys coming forward. <clears throat> what can you tell us about what happened in there? Because well, let me let you go first. Is he still only talking to the to gunslingers? Yep. Um, Tin would kind of look over at Erdelby to see if she wanted to say anything. <laughs> her hat's kind of pulled down, and you can't see her face. She's been silent this whole time. She doesn't oh, oh speak. Goodness. Okay. <laughs> well, Tin Tin would say uh, we were visiting um, our our grandmother's. Uh, her son, who works in the establishment, and while we were there, a group entered and attacked the son, as well as uh, starting uh, or initiated a fight with us. Uh, grandmother retaliated out of self-defense, and we were able to halt the fighting, and then we quickly left. 
Any details you want to add in? Since you came to us, let me not. Sorry, I can be rather confrontational. Let me just uh, be upfront about what we know. We can try and figure this out because the last thing we want here is some kind of crazy battle. Okay. Right. What right, we yeah. understand is the fact that uh, these gentlemen showed up. They attacked Torrance and took him down to the ground and didn't kill him. We have reports that you healed him and he got back up and you all left together. Damn it. So you guys did that like right in front of everyone. (laughs) I was hoping that like, I was hoping that we like did it, but also like smuggled him out and like our bodies shielded him and everything. He died later on of complications. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Did you say that? What? Yeah, I'll say that. I'm being forthcoming. If you're going to do this, we don't have to do this. I don't have to share any information with you. I can simply arrest you and find out information the way we usually find out information. I can neither confirm nor deny that he is alive or dead. <laughs> so so continue. Go ahead. I'm all you. Uh, he looks over at Roberto and he's like, you, other forged, you talk. Wow, rude. Um, excuse um, me? Mother under my- <laughs> <laughs> Roboto mothers utters his breath like, wow, rude. Um, Roboto says, kind of clears his metal throat, and he says... And um, that, he stops back for a since- second, and he's like, what did you just do? Uh, um, <laughs> sorry, I haven't had any oil in a couple of days. Oil? And he's looking <laughs> up and down, and he's like... Oh, and he looks between you and Tin, and he's like... What are you? Her cousin? You're not forged. <laughs> what are you? I um I'm forged. I'm just not from here. I'm from somewhere else. Where are you from? Like the dwarves are quiet as hell now. They're all starting to gather around <laughs> tighter and tighter. Oh. Hey, 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 it's um, not about us. We need this information. <laughs> you know Torrance is alive. It'll be spoken of. She's like Yeah. Well, okay. And they turn like, away from as soon as the other gunslinger to, uh, starts talking. They ignore uh, Roberto. They don't care anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so he is still alive. That's fine. I mean, I'm, we're glad. He's, Where he's, is he? He was with you. We lost him. Well, then we'll we'll help you start looking. Thank you for letting us know that. Now, his life is in danger. And we'll start looking for him. But before we do that, there's a couple other questions we got to figure out. Um, the first thing I want to know is, who is your master? Erdely would know, of course, the implications of this question. Which uh, are, of course, that there are different masters. And they have different reputations. Oh. And... Now, it you is... happen to know it. Well, I don't want to interrupt too much. Oh, no. You would know that Benjamin Manley's reputation is fairly impeccable. Okay. Like, he's respected and he's not, like, beloved. None of the masters, uh, for the most part, are, like, <gasps> celebrities. But, like, he is known as a man of his word and he has a good reputation. What about Nina? Nina's reputation is a little different in that. People, when they meet her, they can warm up to her, 
but her reputation is a lot less favorable because she's a uh, not just a spell slinger, but a sniper. And the idea of someone being incredibly far away and being able to take the life of people without ever being seen, and they're a gunslinger, and they still practice the ways of the uh, of uh, Kadim is mm-hmm. frightening. So she's not as feared as some of the other uh, masters, but she's not trusted and she's not usually uh, welcomed. They typically oh. stay out of her way. Okay, go on, Erdelby. Erdelby would say, "A man with an impeccable reputation." He's waiting. Come on, come on. You know it's Ben Manley. Who else has an impeccable reputation? Come on. I looked so cool here. I still want to find my son. He talks to Tin. Okay, okay. And your your master? Why is that important? <laughs> <laughs> Tin will just keep staring. I was like, <laughs> and then she kind of shifts and she's like, you know, you ask a lot of questions. That's my job. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tin will just be like, finally shrug and be like, whatever. Uh, Nina is my master. Also, you're rude, so <laughs> I'm leaving a terrible review for you. The dwarves, uh, give me a perception check, anyone that wants to. Oh, yeah, perception. <laughs> I, I got a five. I don't notice anything. I got a 12. An 11. Roberto got 21. Nice. Um, Roberto's the only one to notice that the dwarves, when you say Nina, some of them are looking at each other like, it's real quick, it's as subtle as they can make it, but there is a look of concern among several of the dwarves when you say that. Nobody else caught it, though. All right, you're looking for your your son. Um, We're going to be on the lookout for him. Uh, The only other question that we have for you, and there are reports that you turned into a bear. Now, the implications of that question could weigh heavy on you, Ertleby, because mm-hmm. um, you would probably know. Like, you didn't know you were a druid, right? You're kind of coming to mm-hmm. terms with that maybe now? Mm-hmm. Uh, what you may or may not, I would assume that your character would know this. Um, yeah, the druids of Cog actively seek to dismantle and destroy any and all technology. They, um, when they emerge from the ever expansive uh, wilderness down below in the south called uh, the wilds, um, they tend to ravage and destroy any and all tech or tech users, uh, including coming to war a number of times with different brotherhoods. Wow. Uh, so Erdelby would understand the implications of that question. And she would say... Well, yes, isn't that peculiar? I started doing that recently when I was traveling across planets. I have no beef with your guild. A druid gunslinger? You can't typecast that. (laughs) (laughs) Don't stereotype. (laughs) He um, thinks about it for a second. He's like, "Just, just know that not everyone's convinced that you're here for the reasons you may be here for. I want my son. Then I want to get out of Cosnick. That would be for the best. The faster you find him, the faster we leave. Any other business you have here? 
who was trying to kill him. And they look around and they say, um, outsiders. They came in on some airship and, uh, they seem to be drifters. Now, um, anyone who would like to can roll an insight check on that. I'm gonna. I got a two. Wow, I am rolling. Vasa is off. 18. <gasps> I got a 20 in total. It feels like he's lying in some capacity. Whether he's not telling you everything or he's telling you the wrong thing, uh, you do not like the way that um, he delivered that package. Her mm. eyes narrow. And she kind of like moves her ugly cloak <laughs> so that her gun's a little more visible. She just kind of shovels it. It's like, you know what happens when you lie to a nice old lady who is also a druid, who is also a gunslinger, don't you? And he leans forward and he says, uh, do you know what happens when you make the vague impression of a threat to the Brotherhood of Iron? In the middle of the Brotherhood of Iron's headquarters, in the middle of their city. Yeah, Vasa at this point would have been like quietly scratching her neck, but also like going like. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> She's just like casually scratching, but like. <laughs> just like making that little like nope, 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 nope symbol around their neck. So then Erlby's gonna say, Oh, you know what? I don't. But she like, she like. <laughs> And she, like, puts her cloak down and is, like, <gasps> happy and normal again. Except she's not. Her <laughs> eyes are still narrowed. <laughs> Hoping to change the subject as quick as he can, Roberto nudges Ertlebe and like, Grandma, ask them about the gunslinger that they have locked up. Vasa, like, does it even harder. She's just, like, she's, like, not even, like, trying to hide the scratching anymore. She's just, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I heard you have a gunslinger locked up. Vasa exhales. <laughs> And her hand just drops and just, like, put them on her hips. And she's just like, no. You know already why we're here. My son. And traveling. You know we have a strange forge you don't understand. You know we've been honest with you. Well, I don't know that. You should. What's this, what's this gunslinger you have? Just so we know. Well, I'm not at liberty to talk about the prisoners that we take in. But I can tell you that that individual was taken in for a public execution that they were involved in. How recently? Five days ago. And the whole mm-hmm. room's quiet and tense again. I, I nudge early ask them if... Ask them who his teacher was. Was <laughs> it like... She coughs, but in the cough, she like kind of bumps into Roberto a bit, <laughs> like, uh, like an elbow curious. into the side. She looks to the the dwarf, the master, and he looks at his, his people, and they uh, kind of nod. And he goes, "Yeah, it's a master." Vasa exhales even harder. Wait, <laughs> like, is, what? These are not adding up. Like this is worse. It worse. Wait, like, Roberto actually pipes up, like knowing that the. Dwarf won't actually answer him. Probably, like, the, like the gunslinger is a master, and he just nods. But he always he keeps his eyes on Erdoby. But he's like, "Yep." Who's the master? <laughs> Not liberty to say. So I think we've done everything we can here. Uh, if we find your son, we will contact you. Where can we contact you? We're going to go stay with. Torrance's ex-wife. And she gives them that address. 
Vasa's just, Vasa's like, she's like, no. She stopped, she stopped. Her hands are just still on her hips. She's just, she's zoned out. Wishing she had an ale. We'll send you information as soon as we have it. Great. Let's get out of here. Fuck, guys, they got a master. They got a master in jail. Yeah, that is like, wow, who, like, which master is it? I'm still, I'm still curious. Vasa speaks, probably not either of yours. We should leave it alone. Like you said there, okay, so there's only five, right? Yes. So this is just like another entire plot line that I'm curious about. Just want to wrap them all up. Fasa isn't okay. curious at all. Fasa just thinks that we should uh, go ahead and get off this place, uh, you know? There's so much intrigue. Like, it's thick with intrigue. Yeah. I need to find Torrens. Um, we need to figure out why they were lying about who was trying to kill Torrens. Um, we need to figure out who the master they have. I mean, we don't need to figure out all these, but, like, I think it's, like, so central to Erdlebees <laughs> that she, like, makes sure her th- son is okay. Like, she's got to know that. Um yeah, I mean, between Tin and Ertleby, you could probably narrow down at least two masters. It probably isn't, if you wanted to. I want to. Okay, so if you guys think about it, there are two masters it would be pretty unlikely they have. The first one is Gideon. You know um, Gideon's a doppelganger, so it's unlikely. That it. I mean, it could be him. It could be, or it could be it. it Gideon doesn't have a, a, a single gender. Gideon's whatever Gideon wants to be at the time. So it could be Gideon, but it seems unlikely. The other person that it could be is, uh, or that it could, it probably isn't, is Esam. The two of you know that Esam, also known as the Demon of Westbrook and the Wraith, when he draws his weapon, he usually leaves nothing behind. Like, if it were Esam... There would be massive damage to the city. Holy shit. Even if they were able to capture him, it is unlikely that he wouldn't have been able to leave a path of destruction in his wake as they as they brought him down. So that only leaves three masters it could be. Crosby, Cobblestone, Nina, Merida, and uh, Benjamin Manley. Hmm. Let's hope it's the one that's not our master. <laughs> <laughs> Are you allowed? Are we allowed to visit people in jail? I mean, that's cool, right? Are you asking him? I mean, I, I guess I'm talking. Oh, are we still, are we still in the dwarves? I don't know. It's up to you guys. He um, would, I feel um, like we left. So yeah, he seemed like he was hurrying us out. Um, yeah. A rat could maybe sneak into jail, maybe um, if we needed to do mm. some reconnaissance. Yeah, because um, I feel like you guys just need to wrap up the, just figure out if it's your master. If it's not, then. Are we near the jail where we are right now? Yeah, this, um, you, yeah, you would know, um, this is their headquarters. Their jail is under this building. It's under the building? Yeah, it's a, um, place called The Cellar. Mm -hmm. Um, one thing to know about, um, Cosmic is it doesn't really have a government. It just has the Brotherhood, and what the Brotherhood says is what happens. So there's no due process, there's no courts. There's nothing. They decide when people leave, if they leave. And so, how does one get down to the cellar? Like, uh, get arrested. That's get it. Arrested. There's no visitation rights. There's no um, send out a message to a loved one to let them know. You end up in the cellar, and you just have to hope people hear from you again. That sucks. I mean, can rats sneak into cellars? It's not really a cellar, but... 
I was just like, yeah, it seems like a place where rats go in a nice, cozy cellar. I'll travel inside a keg and take it down to the cellar. <laughs> Can we do that? No. <laughs> a wine keg. Uh, um, I mean, it's feasible that you could, as a rat, sneak down there depending on whether or not they have prepared for animal invasion. They might have prepared for animal invasion. Oh. I think uh, Ertleby is going to um, like want to go to... It doesn't mean you can't uh, try. I'm just trying to spice up the decision-making process. It is. It's... <laughs> Man, I really want to know. <laughs> yeah. I really want to know so bad. I, I don't want to get. Well. I don't want to have to like break out of jail. Could we try asking anybody that's like within the city to see if we there are any other witnesses that would potentially know? Yep. Uh, yeah. That would probably could be we, a great place to start. Go to the tavern or something. Such a smart young lady. Always <laughs> hear gossip in the tavern. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, like, where, are you splitting up? Do you want to stay together and ask questions? Well, like, does Brummelstone know? Quote unquote, Brummelstone. Um, oh, he says no. I I don't know. I mean, I heard that something happened. Uh, but could the maybe, problem is that uh, no one saw the gunslinger. Like, but can we can we at least assume that we have left the headquarters of the yeah, yeah. the Brotherhood? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. How maybe I think Ertleby would want to like because she's still worried about Torrance. Go to his ex-wife Margot's house and like interrogate her for dirt. Um, but then if everyone else wants to ask around and try and investigate. Basel would have been like, I don't think the Brotherhood will take kindly to our group going around asking questions after the gunslinger. So I want to recap um, the thread lines going on right now. The different things that you can pursue at this point. You are less than a day away from your departure time. Not only that, but you've also discovered that there is a gunslinger locked up in the cellar with no promise of ever being let out not only that but you're also on the cusp of trying to track down an entire possibly a thieves guild and unraveling that whole mystery and whether or not they're connected to the brotherhood of iron as some of you have proposed beyond all of that you also have the um side story of exactly what torrent was involved in um, Vasa would have brought it up to the group and specifically looking at Tin and Ertleby trying to stress. She's like, I think that with a master of yours jailed, this is far larger than us. We would do so much more if we could leave here safely and have further opportunity to alert your community that they have jailed a master. This is not, this is beyond a personal vendetta that they have. Uh, slighted your guild or whatever your your group is. I'm only interested in finding Torrance when it comes down to it. Even though it's it's difficult, is we have larger things that are at stake right now um, that we should prioritize. And I think making sure Torrance is okay, trying to get to that first, so that Ertleby can. Um, have that peace of mind is important. And mm-hmm. then I think we need to then, yeah, take a step back and and look into figuring out 
Like, because on some levels, like, what's it going to matter if nightmares get here and wipe everyone out? That was the thing I was going to end this with, is that you also have the lingering fear that maybe Ertlebee and Vasa dreamed of the nightmares last night. And so, based on your previous experience, there got to a point where eventually the nightmares found you because you were on one world for a while. That was the theory you guys had, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now you're starting to dream of the nightmares. So there's all of these plot lines hanging around, and there's the very tangible threat that time is ticking in a very real and unfortunate way. Guys, this is too intense. This is yeah, too. There's too much going on. Well, I don't Vasa, keep... Vasa would have also had sort of looked at Erdoble and she says, "Whatever we do for your son turns." We have to agree that in a day's time, we are leaving on that ship. We cannot afford further tickets, and both you and I know that the nightmares are approaching. We have one day. Thanks for listening to episode 27, Things Go Wrong. If you'd like to find out what Brummelstone's been up to, consider becoming a Patreon supporter over at patreon.com slash worldwalkers, where you'll be able to listen to his side adventure, Brummelstone's Day Off. There's some action, some grumpy hilarity, maybe even a little romance? Eh? By becoming a patron, you'll also gain access to more exclusive episodes, early releases, and art. You'll also gain access to the Worldwalkers campaign guide, where you'll find new backgrounds such as the Gunslinger, our house rules, and more. Thanks to Kevin McLeod over at Incompetech.com for the music in this episode, along with Sirenscape, who provided the sound effects you've heard. You can find Sirenscape at Sirenscape.com. Uh, this is such <laughs> high drama! Guys, I thought this podcast was full of jokes! <laughs> Just getting real! Just the drama real. episode. Uh, <laughs> remember when we were in line? Do you remember how good things were when we were in line? Remember when the first thing we had to deal with was a bunch of like incompetent dwarves that lived in caverns? In like an incompetent city? Yeah. Well, Pedro, I said, we, I came here to laugh, not to fucking like kill. <laughs> <laughs>